This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the machine learning the way the world works. I want to talk about why oil will be big for at least until 2050. It will be abundant in 20, up to 2050. The major factor in the abundance of oil is continued growth in global population, which is projected to top 9 billion by 2050. The world population will grow from uh, 7 billion today to 9 billion by 2050. And it, the growth is expected to occur in countries like China, India, with their fast-growing economies. The amount of oil used to produce goods and service consumed in the world will increase with the, the growth of population, incomes, and standards of living. Oil is the dominant energy source for transporting fuels and remains so far decades to come. The oil industry has invested heavily in finding and developing new sources of oil and improving recovery methods to extract more oil from existing fields. This has resulted in a great increase in the amount of oil available in the world today. Between 1950 and 60, oil production doubled uh, in its proven reserves increased threefold, showing that even though technology advances were not significant, different types of drilling were discovered, helping exploration and consumption which rapidly expanded around the world. And then there was the discovery of Gawar oil field in Saudi Arabia. And that became the largest oil field to date. This led oil companies to branch out across the world and discover new oil reserves, especially in the Middle Eastern countries, including Kuwait, Saudi, and more importantly, Iran, in which many companies, including BP and Shell, managed to negotiate agreement with the Indian government for production in Iran which opened the pathway for many companies to start mass production of oil and taking the domination power away from the U.S. Global oil production today amounts to 89 million barrels per day in 2021. It peaked at 95 million barrels in 2019. Now, it's interesting that oil um, peaked in 2019 because slightly after that was COVID and then that started affecting oil production. But I still think there's a lot of oil production in the world. Um, So technology will improve technology advances will improve the ways we use oil and other energy sources this may lead to decreasing the amount of oil used per unit and output in the long term 
I think the area where oil will be improved the best will be in Wyoming and also um, in Alaska. It's those are areas that are are um, potentially have lots of oil and have very little development in my mind uh, in that in those areas compared to how much oil they have and you might even say Montana but I, I there I have a hard time believing that Montana oil will be developed just because of environmental concerns um, and that may be the biggest factor that affects oil production in those areas but I, I do believe that Wyoming at one time was considered to be one of the nine nations and uh, there could be the return of the blue-eyed sheiks in Wyoming and if the oil prices continue to move upward uh, the oil will be developed in that region again and uh, it could become a source of of oil to compete against OPEC oil because we want to reduce our dependency on OPEC oil and the nations that produce are associated with OPEC so that we maintain our energy independence um, What the energy crisis has taught us is that for a short term, the, the have nations can create a supply shortage if they gang up. However, over a long period of time, alternative supplies develop and economic principles of supply and demand prevail. Having an abundance of resources has truly slowed down a country's development because bureaucrats still think money will solve all problems. The key to success is shifting the focus from the resources to the marketplace. The government's role then is to ensure people have a good life by ensuring stable access to the best and cheapest goods and services from anywhere in the world, not to protect certain industries and certain clusters of people. Every time governments try to protect resources, markets, industries, and jobs, they cost the taxpayers dearly. Government officials exercise power by regulating and deregulating the market, but their new role is to assume a back seat, not a driver's seat, and to make sure the country is benefiting fully from the best performing corporate corporations and producers in the world at the lowest possible cost to people on a long-term basis. That was uh, Konichi Ome, The Borderless World. You know, and you look at India, and there's a lot of industry and manufacturing that's going on in India. India has the second largest workforce of engineers, scientists, technicians. You know, the other country that's amazing is Iran. It has a huge workforce. Uh, at one time, I read that it had a workforce of over 40 million. And in that young age group where they can uh, produce. 
Um, I wish I could find a article on the Nine Nations. I did have... That was an interesting book. It talked about how the U.S. could be part or actually be composed of nine different separate nations and uh, that those nations uh, those nations had different qualities but and one of the ones that was most interesting in my mind was uh, was Wyoming You know, in the 1970s, we reduced our dependency on OPEC and we started producing more of our own oil. As a result of oil prices climbing up higher than we could tolerate. But prices will drop to adjust to supply and demand imbalances. Overall inflation will remain moderate. Supply chain software will help inventories and small companies remain competitive, uh, will keep inventories small and allow competitive price bargains to be realized. You know, I'd like to see, I'd like to see the return of tenfold oil you know, that was from a book uh, called The World Boom Ahead. Now, under abiogenic theory, if oil and gas are flowing upward from the deep, high-pressure levels um, through cap rock, no rock has significant tensile strait. So no rock can hold down a flue that comes up with great pressure, pressure greater than exerted by the weight of the overburden. A cap rock will create a concentration of fluids below it, but the steady flow will eventually be reestablished an equal flow rate at the deep source. For example, a dam causes a lake to form on the upstream side, but after the lake has filled, the flow rate resumes. The deep hot biosphere. And I like that theory. You know, with that theory, there won't be any end to oil. It'll continue to fill from those deep reservoirs. And um, as a result, we should see, again, reservoirs to refill in the Middle East and the U.S. Gulf Gulf Coast. And uh, the question will be, is in 2050, uh, how they will explain the fact that the the reserves haven't been depleted. You know, again, I was talking about the role of solar power and electricity 
in a book called The Ecology of Commerce, Hawking, um, Hawkins, Paul Hawkins talks about how electricity will be preferred over oil. I think we're starting to see some of that, that um, solar power is becoming the next big breakthrough. Electricity is the future. Um, it will continue to push into areas where oil has dominated. And the reason being is it's higher quality energy. And so as this higher quality energy becomes available, it will be used more widely. Okay, those are some thoughts I have. Uh, high cost of oil is likely to encourage and support the development of new uh, technologies. Those t technologies include hydrogen fuel cells, electric battery powered vehicles, uh, solar power, wind power, and hopefully we will see small modular reactors and low energy nuclear reactors become available on scale and produce decentralized power. So micro generators running off natural gas, fuel cell generators running off natural gas, uh, producing the world's electricity it won't become from large centralized hydroelectric plants or big huge centralized uh, nuclear power plants that take several decades to build but it will be small modular reactors and decentralized energy production that will transform the world <laughs>